0: Yo, turn your phone. Oh, I (laughs) should turn my phone. Shit. My phone's always on silent, so I miss all my wife's calls.
1: (laughs) 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 Never gets old.
0: (laughs) Game time. so cereal i'm thomas and with me is your co-host david along with co-co-host Jill. she doesn't have a microphone again this week but she's closer to the microphone now so, we here
1: at why so cereal on 2019 do not believe in women equality so she true. doesn't get her own mic
0: oh damn eric's not here so there's nobody to cut out all the non-pc stuff this time well that's right nobody listens yeah that's right great welcome back Oh, wait, you were already back. You yeah. were gone for two weeks last time. We did an episode. Yeah, we came back. And then, all right, you came back. So you should listen to our podcast. I should, shouldn't I? <laughs> we're going to try and keep this one short, and we're not on a good start right here. Uh, but we're back. Uh, we saw some interesting stuff. Get the chance to talk about the Avengers Endgame re-release uh, and talk about a whole bunch of news. There are some big news topics that I'm going to tie together in a very conspiracy-like way. Uh, but before we do that, Let's go ahead and eat. I'll just let you know you guys haven't eaten anything yet this morning. No. In preparation, knowing the cereal that we were gonna get, I ate a bowl of cereal at home. So <laughs> I ate some good cereal at home and now we get to eat this cereal and introducing our cereal for this week. Is C- Siri just like what do you want, Siri. Introducing our cereal for this week, producer Joe is gonna take it over because this is her favorite cereal. So she knows all the history. She didn't even have to Google any of this stuff. She just knows it from reading the boxes for 37 years. 30, 30 32, you guess 32? Almost. 30. 32. Oh, almost 32 years. All right, so. Oh, you're not
1: 32? No. How old am I? 32. I'm 32?
0: Yeah. You're older? When's your birthday? <laughs> oh, the <Lord>. getting. <laughs> all right, Joe, take it away. What do we got today? <laughs>
1: That was not a sound effect.
2: (laughs) Today we have Corn Pops. Corn Pops. Yay.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, that is not an 11-year-old boy. That is the voice of (laughs) a boy. So sidebar, this cereal, at least for me, is what actually sparked this whole concept because when it was first pitched by you, um, I didn't think it would work. You know, cereals, ah, whatever. And uh, we went on a road trip. I think we went to see a spring training game or something like that. And then in the car, we got into an argument about pops. Mm-hmm. And that's when it was like, oh, this could work. Like an actual debate about cereal. So go ahead. Uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll slide the mic over
0: towards you. All right. Let's, let's take a few bites. Actually, since the first episode, I mean, since Crave, which I guess was the second episode, we actually haven't, like, reviewed. So let's get your, your thoughts on the taste, on the texture. On when the next time you're never gonna eat this is.
2: It's my favorite crop with sugar.
0: Wow, <laughs> your,
1: your taste is so. Ugh.
2: Yes.
0: There's sugar in here. Actually. Sure. Oh my goodness, this does bring me back to childhood though. This was the cereal that Rudy would get for us all the time. If all
1: other cereals are like what we ate as kids, Pops is like what they had like when
0: Jesus was a kid. Oh, Jesus Brand. <laughs>
2: You know they do believe that corn was first popped before eaten the other way. That like guy's kernels.
0: <laughs> how would they have figured that out? What?
2: Oh, I don't. I don't know.
0: I'm always it was wondering. On History Channel. I'm always <laughs> wondering how people. They can't like lie Because that
2: that <laughs> it was put over the fire by accident. Who knows?
1: Nobody puts anything over fire by
0: accident.
2: Okay, you're right. So they were trying to cook it. Yeah.
0: What else did they have better to do in that time?
2: <laughs> well, they discovered corn. <laughs>
0: So they had popcorn before corn corn. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? No, that's. Oh, uh, oh I side note saw here. In a
1: museum. Makes sense. I
0: hope this doesn't ruin your appetite. I had some popcorn yesterday, <laughs> as we watched Men in Black International, mm. and it was the Spider Man, themed popcorn. We shared it. Mm-hmm, we shared yeah. it, and it's a What's kettle it corn flavor, and it's very they're mixed up. It's very blue popcorn right. and very red popcorn. See, I don't even know how it makes that color because that's blue purple. and red. <laughs> Oh, that's purple, but uh, I used the laboratory, which is not where Matt Anderson works. Um, the color result was green. I went, too, but I didn't look. I didn't, maybe I should have
1: looked. I'll yeah, look was, later. Look, Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, some I mean, the
1: pops probably, you know, put everything back to a, a bland state. But you know.
0: All right, Joe, tell us a little bit about Corn Pops.
2: So like many other cereals, Corn Pops is made by Kellogg's. Thank God. <laughs> Um, it was originally called Sugar Pops in 1951. <laughs> and then
0: they realized they forgot to put sugar in it, and it tasted <laughs> awful.
2: That's rude. And then they changed Sugar Corn Pops, and then just Corn Pops, in January of 2006. This is like a what? real
0: P. Diddy story with it's the one name of those changes. I
2: Mandela effects, I know. We'll wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, about... like,
1: so when we were growing up as kids, it was called Sugar Corn Pops? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. No like, way.
0: <laughs> sugar Corn, I don't know.
1: I refuse to believe
2: oh, that. well, maybe it was a wrong year. I don't know. It's Wikipedia. They're always wrong.
0: Wikipedia is always wrong. Right it was always Then it was changed pops. to Pops.
2: No, it was Corn Pops. I think it was Corn Pops until 2006, and then it was just Pops. But then it was changed back very quickly to Corn Pops. I was going to say, within like a the few box months. that we
1: bought today I'm getting there. I'm pops.
2: getting there. Um, the name Corn Pops probably stuck because the first three ingredients are milled corn, sugar, and corn syrup, respectively.
1: Is that mild corn?
2: No, mild. Because
1: <laughs> I also like my chicken wings mild. Uh, I don't say give me those uh, milled chicken wings. Anyways,
2: fun fact. Canadian corn pops are different than American corn pops. Oh, no, no shit. What's the difference? Ham. They...
0: <laughs>
2: you should not be allowed to talk. <laughs> they are round. They're less sweet due to less artificial ingredients. Wait, wait, ingredients. wait. There's a less <laughs>
1: sweet version of this? Yes. Canada sucks. <laughs> Fucking
2: crazy. That's why no one ever asked for Canadian food. <laughs> inside joke, inside joke. <laughs> um, and their texture is closer to kick cereal, and which dude, literally nah. just disintegrates in
1: your mouth as soon as you put it in.
2: So does all the other ones. We learned that about Crave. Nah,
1: this soggy and... shit, you actually have to chew it.
2: <laughs> this is great. This
1: is not great. Pops is fantastic without the milk. No. Like, just candy.
2: It tastes better with a puffy pillow of milk in the middle. Uh, puffy <laughs> pillow.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You're eating a wet marshmallow. Those are good. <laughs> All right, continue.
2: In the middle of 2007, Corn Pops made a new kind of cereal called peanut butter pops. I've never had those. That sounds gross. Yeah. <laughs> um... Some of their taglines throughout the years include sugar corn pops are tops in the (laughs) 80s. (laughs) Gotta get pops, also in the 80s. Gotta have my pops, which became the most famous tagline between 88 and 2000. And then it's hard to stop when it pops
1: in the 90s. It's also the tagline of my favorite porno. Ooh.
0: Which one? Hard to stop when it pops? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Which now sounds like very nasty when you think yeah, about it. Like it dope. pop, but like I'm still going.
2: Hey. i have a very serious talk later.
0: So they changed their name four times in the 80s? One. Oh, Jesus
1: <laughs> Christ.
0: There we go.
2: Yeah. Fun With fact about the 80s. Tagline.
1: They should have changed the, the, the recipe of the cereal. Or just stopped the cereal. <laughs> would you miss it if it's gone? Oh. Yes. You would? Yes. What would you miss about it? What's your favorite part about the cereal? It's
2: so corny.
1: <laughs> like that fucking joke was. <laughs> Jeez. So
2: anyway, some trivia. Numerous ad campaigns used John Williams' theme from Jaws.
1: <laughs> what?
0: What's John Williams' theme from Jaws? Doo-doo. Yeah. Do Doo-doo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> specials. Uh, for many years the mascot for this cereal was sugar pops pete a furry critter dressed as a cowboy with two six shooters with red and white spiral striped barrels i don't
1: ever fucking remember i think this. that was
2: way before us <laughs> the early 80s <laughs>
0: That's the first thing I think of when I think of corn pops
2: Oh, it definitely had to be before the 80s Because the next trivia is In the early 80s, Poppy, a female porcupine Represented the cereal Mm. And Poppy carried around a yellow suitcase Which contained a complete breakfast setting That's weirder Kellogg's has the (laughs) all-time
0: highest job security If somebody kept coming up with this shit Yeah And it didn't stop Jeez Well, once you pop (laughs)
2: That was lame, too. It was very corny. Ooh. Up until recently, the box read Big Yellow Taste, although yellow, being a color, yeah. is not recognized as a flavor. That's not true at all. Which is probably why they currently change the box to read Sweet Crispy
1: Crunch. Uh,
0: David, what's your favorite flavor? <laughs> Gatorade.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or Powerade. <laughs>
1: yeah i don't i don't speak in colors like i actually give you the flavor
2: he's not cool
0: shit but i'm
1: always confused as to where it's yellow or green like whenever anybody oh like i like the green gatorade i think of like lemon lime but then when they say like oh like the yellow one i Mm. also think of lemon lime it was a
0: really green one when it started though yeah because i remember the old school gatorade bottle with the green like super green like super green. after like pooping after oh. spider-man popcorn green.
2: That's all I've got for you. I'm going to finish right. my That's cereal. It.
1: Well, bringing us up to speed to today's argument on uh the, uh the stupidity of your beliefs that that pops like does something magical to your milk when you're done cuz it like I gotta admit, I I already finished the the eight kernels that you put in my <laughs> bowl. Because
2: I knew you were gonna eat.
1: And I I drank the milk and it fucking tastes the same. <laughs> it does not. It, it tastes like there's been soggy bread dipped into this milk yeah. and the milk has been sitting out for a few minutes because now it's like
0: lukewarm. It's
2: just mildly. Mild, milk mildly. <laughs>
0: This Corn Pops box does have a Spider-Man Far From Home marketing thing, marketing campaign, free little giveaway, I guess, inside. So what came with it is maybe uh, producer Joe can post this on Instagram later, uh, is a little paper stand-up Spider-Man.
2: A pop-up. A (laughs) pop-up,
0: wow. They really thought that through. Um, A pop-up little Spider-Man of... Tom Holland spider-man from the first movie and I guess you see this maybe sometime in in this movie as well It's, it's in the trailer it that is. suit. Okay. So uh, But what you do is I guess you there's a app like a little mobile game that you can go on and like Jump around a city <laughs> and search for different items And if you scan this in some way, then you get to use the uniform and there's three of them so I think you got regular on vacation or on this field trip, uh, Peter Parker, and then you get the suit that we all know, uh, and then you get, I think the stealth suit, is that what they call it? That black suit? Sure. So, so a little giveaway because (laughs) they know you're going to be left a little disappointed after eating the cereal, so there's a little something to boost you up. Sorry, Pops, but, uh, suck. It's definitely not worth it. A ton of news. Actually, Spider Man is a big source of the news, so let's go ahead and let's start there. Actually, let's start with Marvel. There was a tweet, I think, to James Gunn, or something that James Gunn was involved in, uh, where somebody was like, Please don't call the next Guardians of the Galaxy as Guardians of the Galaxy. And James Gunn, in a sort of roundabout way, I guess, quote unquote, confirmed that it will not be called as Guardians of the Galaxy. And they're going to stick with. The volume theme that they got going on. The second one was volume two. Yeah. This one's got to be just volume three. This may potentially
1: be setting that up, but that's not going to happen in this movie. And then a lot of people also freaked out the other way. Like, oh, is Thor not going to be in it? I think he's going to be in it.
0: It's just not going to be about Asgardians. So yeah. They've done three Thor movies, so... And I think the rumor was that Tycho Watiti was gonna do another, a fourth one, but like that hasn't been announced yet. So I also
1: heard that he wanted to take a break from acting. Who um, uh, Hemsworth? Hemsworth, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know how true that is, but
0: we got Salma Hayek, which you were looking up. Uh, I guess you were <laughs> looking up this article. Salma Hayek is rumored to be joining the Eternals. Uh, is just a rumor for now. But how do you feel about that as a lover of Salma 1990s... Hayek?
1: Um... Especially the image of her in From Dust Till Dawn oh, yeah. gets my taste buds going more than fucking pops.
0: <laughs> What's oh, the take? oh, the face of... Once you pop, you can't stop. Don't stop. Won't stop. So do you know the cast for this already? No. I think that's been confirmed. Or maybe it's Has just it? like strong rumors. Or like
1: who she's going to be or no, no, who not, else is in...
0: Not who she's going to be, but who else is in it. So no. uh, Richard Madden. He is he's in Game of Thrones. He's in... Um, yeah, he's he's in a good he's he's a recognizable guy. I think he was even up when we were looking at the Batman fan casting stuff. I think he was even considered at one point. Uh, but he's in it as well as Angelina Jolie. Oh well, uh, Angelina Jolie, the guy who voiced the little alien in Men in Black that we saw yesterday. Oh okay, uh, Kamal Nanjani, I think is how you pronounce that. Uh, but he is he's in it as well. Again just confirmed because i never really read one of these articles seriously but they're starting to round out their cast and it looks like an interesting cast i mean you get if you get salma hayek to play a role and angelina jolie i don't even know what i'm watching well marvel hasn't missed yeah. their 22
1: for 22 so i think they've earned the benefit of the doubt
0: it'll be good uh, all right spider-man so here's the one thing and i mentioned this to you a few days ago a couple of days ago whenever it was nick fury has gone book of eli in the new far from home banners so you remember the movie book of eli yeah joe book of eli yeah okay she doesn't I do. that was not a confident (laughs) yeah so book of eli so in these banners i don't know if you've seen anything about this but supposedly there was a marketing mistake where i think his left eye is always the one it's his left eye and then in the banners it had both (laughs) his left eye on some of them and then i guess they just like mirrored the image yeah and it showed like his right eye was also was blind as well somebody got fired for sure some some intern somewhere uh, was let go Um, (laughs) but i asked you this question this is again just pure speculation and trying to make something out of nothing marvel doesn't mess up right marvel doesn't mess up with any of their marketing stuff they're really really good they're perfect at trailers Uh, i mean some people say that they show too much in trailers but like they've never made a mistake like this in 22 movies so is it something that they want to start creating curiosity about that maybe i mean after seeing captain marvel spoilers for captain marvel right there are scrolls in this universe now um so starting to think about like that one photo is the photo of a scroll. You don't see Nick Fury for a lot of Avengers Endgame, so maybe this is something that that plays into future movies.
1: I don't think so. Um, Nick Fury, his character is someone that just you know is kind of behind the scenes and runs stuff, but like he's not at the forefront of a lot of this stuff. So if you're a scroll, why Nick Fury? You know, why yeah. not somebody else? Well, yeah. more impactful. However, again, I just I don't think this is the movie to do that, you know, for uh, Spider-Man. So it's like I, I think it was just a mistake, and, and I think somebody definitely
0: paid for it. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Marvel doesn't make mistakes, but Sony sure as hell makes a lot of mistakes, <laughs> and I'm sure they're the ones that are controlling the marketing side of this. But yeah, I, I just think it's interesting. I hope something comes out of it because uh, from
2: a different part of the multiverse.
0: Oh, Joe. With Jesus the input. Wow. Christ. Coming out of nowhere. Maybe. I mean, that's a big part of this movie. Yes, it is. Well done. <laughs> that we statement was as tasteless clap. as Pops. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was hurtful. <laughs> that, that one hurt me. That one hurt my childhood. Uh, other things are starting to come out as the movie is now two, three days away from being released. It gets released mm-hmm. Tuesday nights, I think. Yeah,
1: like next week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. July Isn't this the 5th? I thought it was the 5th. Well, this this is getting one of those like early week oh, releases okay, okay. where normally I guess the big release day is a Wednesday rather than a Friday, but then that means there's Tuesday night preview previews uh rather than Thursday night previews. Are we going? Yes. On a Thursday night? Whenever it's a released. Tuesday oh, we're night? we're going at some point before the next episode. I mean that's what we gotta talk about. So You gotta
1: let us know when we're going so that we know when to fight oh, prior shit. to going. That's
0: true. Yeah. That was a big fight that one day we'll we'll learn more <laughs> about. Uh In the Padre Fernandez household. I can't tell you, so
1: I don't remember what it was about.
0: But But we will see it. And since it's coming out close uh, to today, um, there's a lot more press junkets and and different things that are coming out. So new stories, new things that were behind the scenes that aren't going to play a factor in the movie, supposedly. Um, And I, I wrote this down as like Marvel still missing opportunities because I love everything Marvel did and it, it hurts to think about a little bit, is that the biggest missed opportunity is how little they connected to the TV side of it. So I still think that they missed some opportunities in here. It sounds like they're still going down that path. They they say that they briefly talked about Falcon. I forget his name in the movie. Yep. Sam Wilson, uh, the Falcon. I was going to say Anthony
1: Mackie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Mackie. Uh, Papa Dot. Showing up in Spider-Man: Far From Home, uh, sort of around, I guess, around a big action scene where he comes in as like leading a team. Yeah. So I have a quote right here. It's from Eric Carroll um, with an interview from ComicBook.com, and Eric Carroll says, "We briefly talked about bringing in Falcon as Captain America at the end, like maybe once Peter's um, arst, which I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the translation of that is. It's, it's a British thing, right? Doesn't it mean arsed? ass. Asked arse." Your arse? Yeah. Does that mean he's like beaten up? I think yeah. beat the shit out of him. And he's, yeah. So uh, the quote is that we briefly talk about bringing in Falcon as Captain America at the end, like maybe once Peter's arsed and he's sort of like leading the team, like maybe he calls in a favor. But we also thought it was really important to the arc of this movie that there not be other Avengers available to Nick Fury or Peter, so he'd have to step up and do it himself.
1: Makes sense. And he would show up already like as Captain America.
0: Yes, that's what they're saying. Yeah, Uh, which would would have been really cool and I think is just like a really cool thing but that so the fact that they didn't do this is Like makes me think of a couple things. One is that I agree in any movie the title character can't be being saved like in any movie where let's say it's a spider-man movie and then Mary Jane like ultimately defeats the villain, like stabs the villain at the end and defeats the villain or whatever it is. It is 2019. It is 2019, but then make a Mary Jane movie uh, and have her name be they on the They did. Top. It's called uh, How
1: High. It's called uh, Half Baked. Uh. Uh, quick wits here. <laughs> quick wits.
0: You got to keep up, Joe. You're on a speaker now. <laughs> Microphone? Yeah, speaker. Uh, yeah, so it, that makes sense that you have to have your title character being the one that steps up and defeats the enemy. But it also makes me think based on like contracts and different things that – maybe this new captain america isn't going to be a thing like maybe the captain america movies will not continue to take place with sam wilson as captain america um and we'll talk about contracts here in a little bit but well to uh, touch
1: a little bit on um on that and to piggyback on something else you mentioned about like the the connect the connection between the tv shows and the movies i know um for years i've heard that kevin feige who was you know the godfather of mm-hmm. all of this um in his head is like five years ahead yep. of where you see right now which just how does someone sleep like that like how do you turn it off I don't you think know he does i don't think so, he wants to so do you think he saw the disney plus streaming service coming which is why he chose like oh like the the shows that we have that are on tv sure they're making us money and you know they're it's a different avenue right now but like that's not going to be the be-all end-all we're not going to connect it to that but we are going to connect it to, to the Disney Plus stuff, which makes more sense because you're taking the the characters and the actors out of the movies and putting them in these shows. So it would make sense to to connect them. Like they are going to do a Falcon Winter Soldier show, which, again, you and I talked about. Like Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie had like 10 picture deals, you know, and they still have like three or yeah. four left or something like that. Yeah, so. Sebastian
0: Stan signed a 12 picture deal. Yeah, so it's Um, like, how is that, you
1: know, is it, we talked about, uh, like, is it like an hourly thing, you know, the movies, whatever, like, how is it going to affect the the show that they're making, you know, are are we going to see
0: three more movies, and is it a new deal for the TV shows, so, I don't know. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's also interesting to think, like, that this was an idea that Falcon, uh, see, I got to start calling him Sam Wilson, that Sam Wilson (laughs) will show up as Captain America when the show is still going to be called... Falcon Winter Soldier and, Winter and Falcon, Soldier, yeah. or yeah, vice versa, whatever it is. Um, is that the official name of yeah. it? Yeah, they came out with official logos for the ones that have been announced. So okay. they have... Um, uh, the Loki one. The Loki one, Captain... Um, damn it. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. I actually, I don't think they have a logo for the Hawkeye one, maybe, but they have one for WandaVision, oh, which boy. is the one with the Scarlet Witch and Vision, which, like, like, those how, are all interesting. I don't know I don't know how that's, how they're gonna do it but again complete faith in, in what they're gonna do but yeah it makes me think does does that mean that he won't become Captain America and then what he says at the end here Eric Carroll is that it was important to the arc of this movie that there not be other Avengers available to Nick Fury or Peter Parker so if you start to think about scrolls and them coming into place this is around the time that like Nick Fury goes underground in the comics and um, It would make sense he looks like he's somewhat underground right now. Of course, Shield still isn't fully operational because of the whole Hydra deal. But yeah, it makes me think like, is this a time of scrolls coming around? And I think, in the comics, if I remember reading Secret Invasion correctly, that Nick Fury was not a scroll. This is because he introduced like life model decoys and different Mm -hmm. things like that. You know, if that comment. Is shining any light on anything does it mean that he's still truly underground does this mean that he's developing some sort of young avengers Um, or maybe it's not called young avengers but some sort of team that like now spider-man leads Uh, because there are multiple mentions of people in this movie saying stuff about teams and leading a team so is that what's leading down and also tom holland said that he would do spider-man movies until he can't walk anymore which was like a recent comment that came out which i'm all for I, i wish everybody went in like that I wish we could still have Captain America around, but Chris Evans got tired of it. I mean, he did a lot. He did a lot, but, I mean, keep doing shit. He looks like he's 30. It's America's ass. It's America's ass, and America's ass is gone now. Oh, so another thing that they could have done um, that they said that they were not doing, but this was a part of, like, workshopping um, when they were talking about writing the script and the plot of the movie is that they could have visited New Asgard Yeah. In, in their travels because they will be in Europe, and New Asgard is... Where did they say that was? Nor? No, it's
1: like Rhode Island type. Like it was like some. Yeah, no, it was, no like... it was
0: it was a different country. Like they went to a different country. Hulk and Rocky. Raccoon oh, that was flew a different like, country. Yeah. It oh. was like not Norway. I don't even know where Norway is. I
1: wonder how they got there. What well, is does? American Airlines. Like.
0: Yep. Okay. They took the. Uh, they took the. Uh, how many seats does Guardians Hulk have, to have to pay for? He, a lot. It is Norway. Like, it's Norway. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I was so close. Norway. So they could have visited New Asgard, which, again, could have been just, like, a really cool thing that you just throw in a movie, which, like, I think is why it, I think something that was really awesome was Thor 3, where the Hulk was involved and you had these different characters and, like, it, I mean, I I don't think. I
1: don't know. know. I mean, as you know, we just came back from vacation and one of the places we visited was Salem. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're stupid tourists and it's like, oh, I, you know, the Hocus Pocus house and stuff like that. And the people that live there, I mean, they're residents. They're just trying to get on with their lives and they have to deal with idiots like us where yeah. it's like, oh, you know, oh all the tourist crap. I can only imagine the Asgardians that are just trying to make a living out in like Norway somewhere where, you know, you have everybody come in to visit. Like, oh, we want to see the Asgardians. They're there freaking fishing. Right. Like that would be annoying. Right. What is there to do there? play Fortnite and complain about wi-fi what was it uh, nude master 69 Noob. or whatever Nude master, master. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah somebody was trying to talk about uh, a theory where nude master was actually deadpool on the other side playing as this <laughs> nice. person talking crap to i could see that what's his name that's fantastic it's i mean it's still going to be awesome i think currently on rotten tomatoes it's at 90 percent um and of course that that 90 percent goes through the roof when you know you hear that the post credit scenes is going to set up in some way the next chapter of the this marvel the future next phase well yeah the the phases are <clears> the <throat> smaller little pieces, so phase one, phase two, phase three, and then phase four comes to a close with this movie. Mm-hmm. but I think what they're calling the like those four phases together, I think those they're calling those chapters, I think that I might have just read that or made that up or dreamt it, who knows. <laughs> so another thing I wanted to ask you so talking about Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie right let's say Anthony Mackie who plays Sam Wilson uh, has four movies left on that contract right and you can say that the show takes out one of them maybe so what are the three movies that make sense for him to show up if they actually fulfill that contract the next
1: whatever Avengers movies they do I don't think they should do a solo Captain America featuring just him right Um, but well, certainly like avengers or if he becomes kind of like the new iron man sort of where he pops up in other people's movies and stuff like you said leading a team or something like that that's that makes somewhat sense i mean but uh yeah i, I don't want to see a solo movie with just him right. and at the same time like what we talked about like i don't know how that that works with the shows like does does that contract take away from from the show or like you know
0: yeah I, yeah I don't know i mean if you go in a if you think about it in terms of hours then i think these shows are like six episodes seven episodes eight episodes each and let's say that they're an hour long each episode then that if it's eight of them that would take up what three movies would be i guess Uh rounded i guess um i hope it's not an hourly thing i mean Robert Downey
1: Jr. is credited for appearing in X amount of movies and if you think about it like how many hours did he put in to show up at the end of the Incredible Hulk
0: movie? But he he got paid extra on on some stuff towards the end because they they had to dish out like $20 million for his time in Spider-Man Homecoming because that wasn't a thing that was a part of the contract and it was with Sony so like I think they reworked a lot of his stuff. Fucking guy Mm yeah, the hero he is a hero. He's the hero we need. Oh, don't do it. Oh shit! I, I couldn't remember it. I tried to stop myself mid sentence. He's not the hero we need. He's not the hero we need.
1: Wait, no, is it? No? He's the hero we deserve. No, 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 it's it's. He's not the hero we deserve. Uh-oh. It's the one we need. Yeah. Or something. Whatever.
0: That's him. He's all of it. He's okay. everything. He's gone. Yeah, no, he's gone. What else did I want to talk about here? All right. So we can shift away from uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. We will see it. We will talk about it in full detail next show. Uh, but still on the it's obviously spider-man it's obviously but i don't think that connects i don't i think those are two different things i think she says oh spider-man and then she's like oh just kidding and then it's you know that he likes her which i think is what he was trying to tell her i'm sure and then i think she's gonna say that that's obvious so i think it's one of those editing with the, the previews this was another thing you mentioned oh you mentioned iron man and I didn't write this down, but this is just something I've been thinking about, is in the trailers, which they always try and confuse you in the trailers and put different things that look like they go together and then they don't. Um, at one point, I think in one of the trailers, he says that we're always going to need a, an Iron Man. I think I think that's something that said. We're always, we're always going to need an Iron Man. Um, and then the cops in the beginning of the trailer that I think all of us know is that they're saying, oh, so what are you, the new Iron Man? I think that's something that he juggles with sort of the same way in the first movie whether he's this big spider-man or he's this friendly neighborhood spider-man i think that's going to be something that comes around and then maybe they have the opportunity to introduce a new iron man because they've been talking about the character that gets set up in the comics after tony stark dies in the comics for i don't know which time he dies in the comics but the most recent one and then they bring along iron heart which is this young girl who's like one of the top five smartest people in the world riri williams Mm -hmm. i think riri williams and then she becomes ironheart which is like the next iron man that you know takes the the mantle until of course in comic books everybody always comes back so until tony stark comes back um but i think that's going to be a thing that they juggle with and then it i don't think they're going to connect it immediately but i think that's going to like set the table if they wanted to do that introduce a younger uh iron man who's a female kid i think she's like young and it's it just like covers all the bases that you can see that they're trying to go in that direction um and it keeps like the legacy going so it looks like you have something to say
1: i just like i don't know i I wouldn't want to see that like they they already have a lot of characters that we that they've introduced Mm -hmm. that i feel they can build on versus now introducing a new character to just throw into the fire as you're the new iron man it's like maybe if it was like its own movie or something sure but in the shared universe that they already occupy i mean you have so many other characters that that can do it you know do we like a, a new iron man first and foremost iron man like the the hero wasn't like the big thing that needs to be replaced the big thing that needs to be replaced in my opinion is is tony stark and is like is his brain cuz for argument's sake i mean avengers endgame would have never happened without him you know basically half-assing it sitting on his ass and you know at night just figuring it out like he he did it not iron man tony stark so to introduce someone else as oh you're going to be the new iron man well that doesn't necessarily
0: fill the void so I, i don't know i mean that that character is smart also um so it does, sort but of they already
1: have almost it. like exactly what you just described in in um in Wakanda and yeah, whatever her name. is. Yeah,
0: exactly. Shuri. They they were talking about that when once Black Panther came out, they were like, "Oh, can Shuri be the the next Iron Iron Man?" quote unquote. Um, and can she play the role of Ironheart? And I agree with what a lot of people said is that like that does a disservice. Now you're just like taking two female. Uh, heroes of color and then just putting them together and saying here you can have these two awesome heroes that like represent the this demographic and now we're just putting it to one so it's like less representation which I agree with um, <laughs> oh but it, but it's interesting I, I would love to see all of it man I'd love to get to a point where we're seeing like six MCU movies in a year like I know Jeez. quality sort of goes down a, a bit uh, when you do that but I just want to see it all because uh, I just don't now, want so.
1: them to to rush it you know, it yeah. was like, it, it was a slow build, you know, the everything that we've seen so far, the the spectacle that was Endgame was what, like, freaking 10 years in the making, whatever it was, and take your time, this next phase, and build up to that again. Yeah. You know, don't give us six movies a year, that's, that's a lot, and in, in a short amount of time, you know, to digest
0: all that. I want to see it. Just oh, yeah. just get rid of all the, the weekends that we have to go see all these crappy movies. Um, all the award movies. Great. Just put the award movies on like Netflix. We don't have to go to the movie to see it. That's all. None of that works, which is why I'm yeah. not in the industry. Uh, so I, I mentioned something about like legacy and this Ironheart being able to take the legacy of Iron Man or Tony Stark, which, yeah, sure, maybe that's not the way that we should be going right now, but I think this one's interesting also. So there is new... Black Widow images that showed up um, and they show the villain for the Black Widow movie, which everybody thinks, and I'm not sure if it's been confirmed, but a lot of the stuff I saw is that it hasn't, but they're thinking they're going in the direction of Taskmaster, Mm -hmm. which is very similar to DC's Sportsmaster. Uh, If you watch Young Justice, um, he's the one that works with the Cheshire cat and um, the Green Arrow protégé who's the the young girl uh, I forget her name now uh, but they're basically like the same person they they take in fight styles and different things and they're basically like they're not a computer they're a person but they've trained so much that they're like a computer.
1: Yeah, they can like mimic your abilities right. and stuff. Yeah.
0: So if that person if Sportsmaster uh I'm sorry, not if Taskmaster were to fight like Captain America who's like a pretty good sort of combat mixed martial arts yeah. fighter, then he after like 10 seconds of fighting him, he knows everything that you're going to do basically. Which so they kind
1: of they kind of already teased that in Civil War with Iron Man yeah with like just his right.
0: technology he's able
1: to pick up his tendencies and stuff so. and
0: this guy does look a lot more tech like than the actual taskmaster that we know from the comics and from movies and, and tv shows and stuff or like the animated stuff so maybe that is a part of it i don't know what she's doing <laughs> she's, over she's here just doing on her, her own shit. page
1: right now taking pictures of oh shit. she's
0: taking pictures of our little spider-man flat yeah, spider-man I don't know what the hell OK, uh, but more about Black Widow other than that is that uh, there's also been another casting. I don't know how to pronounce this woman's name. Florence Pooh Florence Pugh, P-U-G-H.
1: We'll add her to the apology section. Next yeah. week. <laughs> Sorry, Florence. Once we look um, it up.
0: But <laughs> Florence uh, is likely to play Yelena Bolova who is in the comic books the second Black Widow who starts out as an adversary against uh, Natasha Romanoff and then they become friends and then at a certain point I don't know if it was Black Widow passing away or just going off and doing her own thing and then Yelena Bolova took over as the Black Widow um, because that that title is given from the Red Room so it's very Mm -hmm. much like uh, it's like the iron fist like we know the iron fist is like danny Rand, the person from netflix and the person that you see at the forefront of all of these big stories but there are multiple other yeah. iron fists that as you go down uh now it's interesting
1: history. that that's what's the the big rumor because when i first saw it, just the image and they had her side by side with with scarlett mm-hmm. joe and i was just thinking like she could just be a younger version of scarlett johansson
0: should they they look very similar.
1: Yeah, oh. they, they don't. You know, they're not too far off. And yeah. I thought to myself, yeah, that's that's. I can see that. But then then yet yeah, when I read that she she's another version. I'm like yeah. Oh, okay. Then.
0: Yeah, and I think this one makes sense because like we saw Avengers End Game again. I saw it for the third time. You saw it for the second time. Yeah. And it's still, it, it sort of sucks. And yeah, you feel it in the moment. But like when when Black Widow dies, it's not nearly as emotional as other deaths that we've seen, I think, especially Tony Stark. So I felt like it was sort of, she She did, she sort of fulfilled her role. But also, like, when you leave that legacy, that now she not only died to, you know, get all the Infinity infinity Stones and then be able to reverse the snap, but now she leaves this legacy that somebody else can fill. And if this person is a younger uh, actress or a younger character, then maybe, you know, we still have our... A Black Widow in right. the MCU and it doesn't have to be that this Black Widow is now at the forefront of everything maybe this is just a person that pops up in movies in small roles like the way that you know Nick Fury popped up in Iron Man 2 or I mean Scarlett Johansson herself had popped up in Iron Man 2 just like those small roles mm-hmm. that come in for you know two maybe three minutes in a couple places and then
1: you know. She definitely looks like someone that could be standing alongside with a Tom Holland Spider-Man as part of a group. Yeah.
0: So maybe she maybe. oversees the team that Nick Fury wants Tom Holland to lead. Not Tom Holland. Peter Parker to lead. <laughs> damn it. <No laughs> what one is, is so it with Nick
1: Fury it. and just taking these Russian spies and converting them into just, you know.
0: I mean, He's doing them a favor, right? He's helping them <laughs> out. That's what, uh, that's what, damn it. That's what Natasha Romanoff said uh, at the end is like she was nobody before this family. I think she said it to Captain America in Endgame that she was nobody before this. And then she joined this team or this family and that made her a better person.
1: The only thing I really wish for out of the Black Widow movie is for them to finally explain what the fuck happened in Budapest.
0: Yes, I'm, I'm sure we'll get that, <laughs> which means hey, maybe um, Clint Barton, Hawkeye. Whatever his actual little cameo. name is in real life, we'll have a cameo. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. I'd love to see that at some point. Um, maybe we get some of that from this movie and some of it from the Hawkeye the show. TV show on Disney yeah. Plus. Uh, so, yeah. So a lot of exciting things to speculate about. None of which I told you are going to be right because I'm over a hundred on all of the guesses that I've made in the entire MCU. Uh, Joe, any thoughts about the MCU? Do you even like Black Widow? do you like scarlett johansson yes good oh. good answer that doesn't mean
1: anything because again her taste you know pops and oh it's true me like that does oh. not
0: so we should go the opposite of what she says yeah so you like scarlett johansson we're done with scarlett johansson pretty much cancel the black widow movie done that's it what else do did, did you have any thoughts about spider-man
2: no, but this Kellogg game really sucks. Jesus. Oh. <laughs>
0: All right. So now don't buy it for the cereal and don't buy it for the <laughs> game. But this stand up is kind of pretty cool. So you're probably going to put that somewhere, right? It's a pop up. Oh, it's pop up. Oh, <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. I'm, I'm fucking up the marketing for corn pops here. <laughs> stand up. All right, um, that's it on the Marvel front. So let's jump over to DC. How about this? Uh, Anne Sarnoff was named as the new CEO of Warner Brothers. Um, We talked about this a little bit before, but uh, the main reason here I think is, you know, with streaming services and the whole streaming war going on, Anne Sarnoff is actually very promising in that line of work already in that she oversaw the expansion of what's called BritBox, which is big in uh in england um, and it's basically all british tv shows and, and movies so how about this batman and elmer fudd in the comics very surprisingly
1: together. good and i didn't get a chance to read the whole thing i just got snippets of it and i saw some yeah. images and stuff and and i thought it was the dark humor in it's mm-hmm. something i liked um they also included like um like a human version of, like, Bugs Bunny and stuff, yeah. which was, like, that's that's awesome. But um.
0: uh, but not the first time that the Looney Tunes and DC have teamed up. Joe, do you know what other characters have teamed up together from these two? Nope. No idea. What would you guess? Just Road name him. Roadrunner. Road was Road not Runner. in it. Roadrunner and Flash. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Roadrunner uh, was just, in it. Do you know who that Roadrunner teamed up with? It
2: wasn't Flash,
0: no. No. Um Yeah, well, that would make more sense, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> you wouldn't know who this character even is, I don't think. Uh with Lobo. Nice. So it was a Roadrunner Lobo team up. Um Aye. name another character from DC or Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh, Daffy Duck. No, no Daffy Duck. Tweety. No Tweety. What the fuck? What is Come Tweety? On. In? Taz, thinking. The
1: Tasmanian devil. The
0: Ooh, Tasmanian, Tasmanian Devil was a part of one. who they team up with? you you know we'll Daredevil. guess this one either. Nope. <laughs> Daredevil. Makes is sense. This
1: fucking DC. Devil. He Fuck. said
2: DC.
0: Daredevil's not DC <laughs> asshole. Fuck <just> yeah. <laughs> Christ. Tasmanian Devil and Wonder Woman were a part of a oh, team God. up or a crossover. And then the last one is sense. Jonah Hex. This one makes a little bit of sense if you think about it. Who does Jonah Wh- Hex Coyote team up with? Not Wiley e. Coyote. What the fuck? Think about what they carry. That's the same. Guns. Oh, that's. Oh,
2: what's his name? Perfect,
1: right there. The sh-
0: yeah, that person. That guy. He was also yeah.
2: Also, that guy's mascot. Remember, he was a cowboy yes. that did yes. that corn pops. Oh, it's all coming together. Oh, it's all coming name. together.
0: It's all connected. Yosemite Ray-Sams. Sam. Yosemite Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jonah Hex and Yosemite Sam had a special. Um, <laughs> I think one shot. So not the first time we've seen it. Um, now I'm interested in reading all of them, but definitely yeah. to start with Batman Elmer Fudd. <laughs> the speculation section here. James Gunn Suicide Squad. Think about these dates. Joe, I need you to think about this also. James Gunn Suicide Squad is set to finish filming in January twenty twenty. It starts
1: September this month. It starts
0: September of twenty nineteen. Ends filming at the end of January twenty twenty, but the release date for this movie is not until August twenty twenty one so what the fuck (laughs) we talked about this a little bit I mean
1: they could just be um, making time for a lot of editing Mm -hmm. maybe there's a CGI character like a killer croc or something like that that they're gonna have to take their time to edit that or they just learn from their past mistakes and they're anticipating a lot of reshoots because of the fuckery that the first version might become and
0: Uh, we watched the trailer for Teen Titans Go vs Teen Titans that came out and I am excited (laughs) (laughs) i i love it love everything i went opening weekend to see teen titans go to the movies and i had a blast um i was unsurprisingly well at least unsurprisingly to me i was among you know 99 percent adults that were in the theater and there was like maybe two kids that were there to watch this yeah yeah Yeah. because i feel like they there's such good humor and such good writing in it that like it sure the the flashy stuff and the the animation attracts kids but like the jokes and, and the writing yeah it's like you know it's like rick and morty rick and morty is very shrek. good at animated writing I think shrek was the first one that really liked. That that in on like that i was like
1: this is not a kid's movie right I uh i liked it um i can definitely see like the humor for sure that that's going to be entertaining but just like the the imagery of of like the older more serious characters with the younger ones like it's it's going to be cool
0: what do you think producer joe are you going to be there opening weekend
2: sure i love teen titans i watch it every week with who myself okay here we go see this is
0: what i'm talking about yeah last question about dc i'm gonna propose this as a question go is the flash running away from the dc eu ezra miller's contract is reportedly oh it reportedly already expired in may of this year um so, what, is, what does that mean? What does that mean for the DCU? What does that mean for the upcoming Flash project?
1: It means absolutely nothing for the DCEU because they should have just hit the reset button a long time ago. I thought I thought the move would have been make one more movie, make Flashpoint. That'll be a way to reset the timeline, give it like the whole X-Men Days of Future Past kind of restart. Um, they didn't do that. They didn't want to do that. I don't know if, if that was actually what they wanted to do, but they didn't do it. So... His contract is up. Um, he's obviously doing other work. He's in the Harry Potter franchise, or Harry Potter, whatever you know, whatever the hell Beasts it's called. Of yeah, something. Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic. Beasts. And um, you know, like he—he's a decent actor. Like he'll find work. I don't think he's worried about that. But as far as like DC goes and The Flash, like, yeah, just just go in another direction.
0: THR had reported that there were difference in opinion about the script. So Ezra Miller right. was a part of the rewriting process with Grant Morrison, uh well-known comic right. writer. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't know all that was going on. Beautiful. Before we get into uh, wrapping up the show uh, let's talk a little bit about was Avengers Endgame re-release worth it? By the time you hear this you're not going to be able to go to it because I think it's just this weekend that it was re-releasing so for for you was it worth it? Absolutely fucking not.
1: (laughs) I mean is it worth going to see the movie again? Sure. I enjoyed it. I guess to the point that I cried again but um, like to And thankfully we're part of the a-list you know so we don't we don't have to pay for movie tickets like that but if you know i had to pay for another ticket to go watch the same movie that i saw again which again would be fine but if if i was like swayed into doing it for this quote-unquote extra footage that i'm going to be able to see to get what we actually got i would have been highly
0: upset yeah I guess the, the whole experience, if you take it as a whole, is worth it to me. But if you're going just for that, if you're going yeah. just because that eh, was an all right movie, I want to see this extra content that they add in, it was it was not worth it. The additional footage that they show, which I don't think is a spoiler at this time, because again, you can't see it. Right. But the additional footage that they show is that they give you um, an unfinished scene, a different way of introducing Professor Hulk into yeah. the mix. So he jumps around on some buildings that are on fire, saves some people, jumps down to the floor where the fire department and the police are and then that would be your first reveal of it's like oh okay this is the hulk and then the hulk would lift the satellite that he carried the people down on drop it down and then he would start talking and it would be this like surprising moment of like yeah. oh shit hulk is like talking and smart and stuff um and you laughed uh, at this time because they had uh what's his name from diehard wasn't that what's his name from diehard the the fire captain or the police captain
1: I know him as Carl Winslow, which is Carl the dad Winslow, from Family yes. Matters. <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> which I, he played a cop, and now he's a firefighter.
0: So, yeah. uh, They also showed a, a little bit of an extension of what you've already seen in Spider Man trailers, where Maria Hill and Nick Fury are investigating something. It turns out that that place is in Mexico, where you see Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal, for the first time. And he says, You know, you don't want any part of this. And then he battles with some, like, rock. Uh, so that takes place in Mexico. Uh, but. Again, not something that needs to be seen. Uh the one thing that I think is sort of worth it, that would be a great Blu ray feature, is the Stanley
1: Yeah, the little behind the scenes tribute thing. The that tribute. was yes. that was awesome.
0: Yeah, the Stanley tribute, which was covering all of his cameos and just getting like the little interviews that they had with him while he was shooting the cameos was it was it was good to to see that and to see it like at this time um was definitely worth it. But again, probably worth it on like a Blu ray feature. Yeah, uh, not something that you should go and watch all three hours of this movie again. But what did make it uh, worth it? If you saw any of the re-release posters, it was a different poster. It was sort of like a hand, like sort of a fan art uh, Iron Man gauntlet with the Infinity Stones in it, and they give you one of those posters, which are now framed in yeah. both of our houses. <laughs> uh, uh, so that that made it worth it to me. Uh, what also made it worth it to me was David dropping uh, his oh, soda in the middle of AMC Pompano Beach. So I got upgraded segment. to a
1: large, which is a bucket of cola, yes, to say a the least—a liter least. of cola. cola. Oh my <laughs> goodness, right there. Yes. Wow. Anyways, uh, so I'm walking through the lobby because we just got our food to go into the theater, and like the lid just completely detaches mm-hmm. from from the cup. And this full thing of soda just spills all over the floor. And ironically, we're standing around 50 kids that were there on a field trip. Yeah. And they all start yelling like if they just walked in <laughs> on their parents. And, like, the one girl that's behind the concession that is clearly working by herself, frustrated, yeah. just gives me this stare that, uh, well, it makes the stares you give me Ooh. a little more warm, comforting. Warm and fuzzy. <laughs> So, you know, we just said, I'm sorry. We put a wet floor sign on and we walked away. Yeah, we had to go see our
0: movie for the third time. <laughs> uh, so that starts off our newly titled segment, our apology segment, which all we're right. now going to call We're Sorry, Matt Anderson.
1: To all those affected, I want to say we are deeply sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. I'm deeply sorry
0: sorry all right that's the new running segment so remember that that's producer right. joe uh, so amc pompano beach employee that we ruined your day right. we're uh, sorry yeah we're, we're sorry um let me see what else do we have to say sorry about oh again sorry to matt and then uh, i'm gonna say i'm sorry to my argument last week around Avengers Endgame taking the number one spot from Avatar and not being as informed. So I'm going to introduce these. I already talked to you about it because we can't not talk about things. Uh, But, Joe, how does this make you feel if Avengers takes the top spot? Are they the rightful owner of it Uh, even after the re-release? So last week I said there was no Avatar re-release. I was wrong. They actually did have a weekend re-release in 2010 that earned them $33.2 million the difference right now between Avengers just general run and Avatar's general run plus Avatar's re-release, the difference between the two box office totals is like $36 million. So their re-release brought them 33.2. Avengers Endgame, regardless of what, you know, how much they beat Avatar by, they're going to beat that sort of 3 million gap between. Um, 3D tickets back then, were three dollars more than they are today so for some reason i mean movie ticket prices are going up today sort of every year for some reason but 3d tickets had started to go down because 3d technology is dead uh, or dying and almost dead and then my last bit was that from 2008 to today 3d sales have dropped every single year from 2010 to 2017 3d sales dropped 17 percent so 3d isn't as big which is why i said avatar was a 3d spectacle any movie that would have been put into that place and avatar was well made um, and had a lot of people who were passionate about making it that way so it was a really good movie and it deserves a lot of the credit but that 3d push that it had right there I think drove it forward so I'm sorry to Avengers Endgame for not being as prepared for that argument but now I am so it's gonna beat it and it's not gonna be Ichiro uh it's gonna be the real (laughs) deal it's not gonna be Barry Bonds or whatever the fucking comment that I said last time
1: um I think Avengers Endgame is going to be the rightful winner but I think it's gonna be short-lived because then i think when avatar 2 is released i think that's going to take it i don't think so I don't think so. you don't think so
0: avatar wasn't it, so there I, the first article that i read um when i tried to look into this and it made sense was that avatar made however many billion dollars whatever the total final box office was in 2008 but left no pop culture imprint it's in no way what Star Wars did when the first Star Wars released. It's in no way what, like, I mean, I know Iron Man led to all these Avengers things, but, like, if you take either the first Iron Man or the first Avengers, like, it left no cultural imprint. There's nobody going around that's, like, as diehard as Star Wars fans, as diehard as Star Trek fans, as diehard as any of these other people. Nobody's running around going, oh, Avatar this, Avatar that. Um, I don't think yeah, I think it was it was a lot of what I had been talking about with the three D push and just how it much of just a, spectacle a spectacle that was. But story story no. wise, I think this will get up there. I think Avatar two will break two billion. I think it will do that, um, and it'll have a large international box office. But then after that, I think it's gonna go down. I just don't I don't trust James Cameron as much as as I trust like Kevin Feige at the head of like a big project. Oh, but
1: yeah. Well, first off, Cameron is just. He picks and chooses his projects, man. I mean, this guy makes, like, one movie every ten years or whatever. And it's always, like, amazing. Well, he's coming
2: out with Terminator now, so...
1: It's his Terminator?
2: He's...
0: He's a producer on it or something. something No,
1: he made the first... I want to say the first two. First two, I think. Which, again, explains, like, the fucking eight-year gap in between the Mm
0: -hmm. two movies, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I I just don't think Avatar was that big of a a thing. Like, in, in all the other sort of nerd fandom yeah fandom buckets or whatever like star wars star trek marvel dc i don't think it left that big of a a footprint um so i think it'll it'll slowly drop as you get to avatar three and four and five in you know 2030 2042 and 2073
1: well, we're all just waiting for the new Power Rangers movie that'll come out. That'll beat everything. So, No, no shot. No <laughs> shot. <laughs>
0: well, I'd like... I have
1: an, an apology to make oh, as well. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. This is kind of off script here. It just dawned on me. I want to apologize to children. Children mm. everywhere. Mm. You see, one of the things that you forgot to mention in our trip to the movies was uh, the two little girls that we had a conversation with while we were waiting for our food. Yes. And, you know i forgot how it came up but they pointed at something or, or whatever so it was like okay we're gonna go watch avengers And we, mm-hmm. we asked like oh did you have you seen avengers and i think one said yes the other one said no mm-hmm. um but then we just started talking about like superheroes and i asked them like what's your favorite superhero and both of them i think answered extremely appropriately for their ages right. and their gender they said captain marvel and wonder woman and one of course yeah. so i'm um, um, sure neither one of them knows the, the true identity of, of, of either of those characters, so they can't explain to you why they like them other than the fact that they're heroic women and that's the agenda that's been pushed on them. But my apology is in the sense that DC is screwing up so bad that you have these iconic characters with fantastic stories and relatable storylines that these kids have no idea of today. And we're just headed down a very bad path, a very cookie cutter bad path where their favorite superheroes are, you know, the Avengers and what you see on the big screen right now. But they don't have an idea of picking up a comic and reading it. None of those things. And DC, you got to step your game up. You know, the, the little six year old girls right now, they don't even know who you are.
0: Yeah, that's a problem. David just made that like a 60 minute special right there, but he's, he's truly personally mad that, um, we asked one of the girls if, if she was a fan of Batman Yeah, and she straight up said, Nope, he's boring. Uh, All he does is throw stuff. All he does is throw stuff. She was doing that movement with, I wanted,
1: I wanted to say like this and pick her up and throw her.
0: And then she said he can only kick one butt at a time. Yeah. Just one. Uh, all great points, I think, right. um, and I'm glad she can make those points. So it seems like she knows. Of I Batman hope your a parents bit, get murdered in an alley so that you <laughs> know <laughs> what it's like to. <laughs> so she can be Batman. That's right. That woman, Batgirl. <laughs> all right. So hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> right in if it does. If you see the headline, <laughs> um, which brings me to our next. No, not actually not. Uh, so uh, another little section I want to talk about here: plugs and shoutouts. I know we're we're. <laughs> i'll do some editing not those kind of not those kind of plugs joe yeah
1: (laughs) oh the conversation is coming (laughs) all right well maybe we
0: should just call this shout outs then (laughs) so shout outs um i'm gonna throw this in there uh we got, I'm, I'm just going to shout out people that start following us because we don't really have too many real people following us. Right. And we talk about Matt and Brittany too much. So let's I let some other that. people feel the enjoyment of hearing their names on a podcast nobody else listens to. <laughs> Your brother's name is Kevin. Yeah. I know him as Shut Up Duck on Instagram. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Shut Up Duck. So shout out to Shut Up Duck Kevin, who helped me and my wife move into our house that we're in now. Um, so thanks for that. And thanks for following us. And pretending to, to like something this bad. <laughs> uh anything for him?
1: Oh man, I, that that's a whole different All argument right. on its own. So this goes to uh Thank you, Kevin.
0: This goes to a why so serious black label. If you yeah. start talking about him, okay. There you them. Boom. Uh and then also Dan Urbano. Joe? Who the hell's Dan Urbano? <laughs> <laughs> He's our cousin or something. Yeah, like oh, oh.
2: second not really married and cousin.
0: Oh yeah. geez, the Puerto Rican side of this family, we we have no idea who's Actually, who.
2: the Italian side. I was gonna say
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, it goes from Dan side, which he's the first one that we well, have to see. So now, he's the so Puerto Rican guy. Not really. That's true. <laughs> they can be their own thing. But what a Dan name. Urbano is pretty great. Dan Urbano, Yeah. That's
1: a that's a name that you have to say the first and last name together always.
0: It sounds like it can go in a lot of places. I can see Dan Urbano. Like I I have the fonts on this Google document page. In like the comic book format. Yeah. And I can definitely see like Dan Urbano on the bottom a of a comic book. Like yeah. a, you know, cover artist or something like I think I'm going to steal like your that. name, bro. Um, and then, so here's why I really brought this up. So going back to Swamp Thing, when we first put out our Swamp Thing issue, which is like issue two, Crave the Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. somebody started following us named Alexis Ostrander, who is actually one of the writers or directors or something, of a specific episode on Swamp Thing. So she had been in a lot of different works. It was definitely our biggest person following us. And then we, or uh, I say we, but I bashed Swamp Thing (laughs) next week and said a lot of fuck yous to James Wan. And I don't know if uh, her or her publicist actually listened to the podcast at all, but uh, she's no longer following us on Instagram. So I I lost our... (laughs) I lost yes. our most famous Instagram follower. No, but but we gained our first real hater. That's it? For hate mail? Yes! Oh, man. That hate mail was, was very to the point. Just unfollow. Right. Fuck you, James Wong. And what's her name? Alexis Ostrander. Sure. Fuck you, too. Damn. Unless you want to follow us again. Then definitely follow us, because... No, still that? fuck uh, you. Oh, okay. You can follow us, right. but still fuck you. Follow me personally. <laughs> um... And his wife. Nope. Hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Who? <laughs> Damn it. We're cutting this out for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's it for plugs and shout outs for this week. Maybe we'll find some. Oh, that's not as it well. for plugs, sir. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep messing up. That's it for shout outs this week. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back next week uh, and we will maybe we'll just cut news to like. Two big headlines, because yeah. that's all we can <laughs> fucking handle without going over an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, and then the main thing we'll be talking about is Spider-Man: Far From Home, which producer Joe needs to take a bigger role. It does role. come
2: out on Tuesday, um, so well, we should be
0: going Tuesday night. We will be going Tuesday. We'll see about that. People have work and stuff, man. Yeah,
1: Fuck. exactly.
0: So I mean, not man. me or you, <laughs> or you, <laughs> right? Um, but other people have work, so. Would well, Lizzie want to go? she wants to go see far from home but i don't know if she'll go tuesday or not also i think we might still have my parents with us yeah he'll go, go. yeah i mean go. he won't yeah. go like at midnight with everyone yeah we'll see it uh, comes out at
2: 9 a.m or 9:30
0: a.m on tuesday yeah oh, oh fucking well, going guess, at 9:30. Uh, that's great
2: that's it.
0: <laughs> all right we'll go see spider-man far from home and oh, we'll nice. talk about it in a poor way that's it for episode whatever this is uh with the title that we haven't even thought of yet so I guess we'll think of that before we post yeah uh, but you can get in touch with us again uh by email at yso at gmail dot com on instagram and twitter is at y send us all sorts of things send us more hate mail please send us send us more things about um mm-hmm. what else you got <laughs> What do they send us more stuff about? I don't know.
2: Give us Anything. some cereals. Oh, yeah.
0: Give us some cereals that you want us to try. Give us some shit that you want us to talk about. Just just, just talk to us. <laughs> just call me. 305. No, I'm kidding. 218. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Uh, that was another episode of Why So Serial. And we will see you or talk to you. Sure. Not even hear from you. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Peace. Are, 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 are you cereal? I am super duper cereal.